Yeah, so, um, am I eating something? I don't know if I'm eating something, you know? It sounds like you are. Um, uh, we've... What? Go, we've go what? We've what? We've just increased the production quality of the show. I don't know if you've noticed. And eating isn't it doesn't hit the vibe anymore you know? i'm getting uh um, we're younger yeah you I, just said we're younger well i i just say we're younger because uh, i feel like you every time i see you you look younger and younger and you're wearing younger and younger clothes so that's that's kind of what i was I, I, i've been working out i appreciate that oh I, this this was actually now i kind of see it when you've mentioned it but i maybe that's it maybe like by the end of the show you'll just be like 10 years old you know you're just <laughs> you know ufc's ufc's give me a call um, so far, I'm turning them down. That's really not what I'm in it for. But I'm actually, um, it's a vitamin, by the way. I'm gonna some vitamin D. All right. I'm, I'm. It's chewable though, because I'm a child. That's <laughs> gonna say that is the biggest vitamin I've ever seen. Yeah, you're gonna hear okay. it continuously for the beginning of the show. Yeah, we're we're in the AOE podcast. Welcome everyone. Um, how much? How much of? <laughs> how much vitamin D is in that tablet you're eating? Uh, a thousand IU, dude. I think I'd take four thousand IU in a pill. It looks like a grain of rice. You just swallow it. Yeah, but I'm I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a, Is it Flintstones? In nah, my mind, nah, you're like, Flintstones it's like at least, right now. you know natural Jameson or whatever. You know, I don't know. No, it's Flint. It's Flintstones. That's one hundred percent of Flintstones vitamin. I mean, I feel I feel I'm being accused here, but I'll 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 take the heat. No, this is great. Um, it's actually funny because um, I was just reading a comment where um, people listen to uh like the last episode of our other show, and um, not not this show, sorry, another show on the network, shall we say? And people are saying like, oh, like it was a funny episode or anything. I'm like, what did I do differently, right? And uh, the thing that I did differently was a 10 minute bit in the beginning of me explaining why the other person was on when they shouldn't be on with me at that point. So I just think like, you know, is the personality that keeps people around or is it the AOE content, right? But uh, who knows? Personality. Anybody, anybody can make content, but not everybody is me oh you yeah so it's actually and, and you okay and you. okay i see i see I, I mean i was gonna say i mean you're, you're we we yeah. did talk a little bit um are you the are you now the standard bearer of our aoe podcast is that the is that the norm here i think i am you know and it's it's good to have you back on the show by the way <laughs> i'm sure people have missed you um welcome back i hope so, so. zero everybody i hope i as much as like and there's part of me that's like, yeah, you know, I, I hope the show can exist without me. I'm like, but I also wish to say that I like it to exist with me as well. You know, I, I feel like I need to still play my part. Yeah, there's some, there's like some Michael Scott work in there where, um, are you an office guy? You watch yeah, the yeah, yeah, I'm an office guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one, one of my I, favorite scenes. Yeah. I think about the scene a lot and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's where he's leaving with Jan to go on a, uh, like a, a call during the day. Yep. So he shuts the office down and she says, he says, everybody go home early. And she says, do you always shut the office down when you leave for lunch? And he says, no, uh, no, I don't. Cause I'm a good manager and I can delegate. They actually, well, first he says, uh, they really can't get any work done if I'm not here. And she looks at him and he goes, nope, I'm a good manager. I can delegate. They actually get more work done when I'm not here. And then she looks at him and he says, Nope, that's not right either. Uh, the same amount of work gets done whether I'm here or not. 
And then she just looks at him again and he goes, All right, guys, I'm gone. Going to lunch. I don't I don't know the answer to that. All of those sound terrible, right? I don't know how that should play. I don't know what a manager should be doing. No, I think I think uh whether the more work is done or not work, the same amount of work should be done, but everyone's life should be easier. That's that's what I feel should happen if it's a good manager. Maybe. Yeah. Well, there's, I think there's, about that a lot, though. The paradigm. I call it I the mean, Michael Scott paradigm. So, so whether I'm here or not here is a show upper, you know, the same quality, but. You know, I, if anything, ever since I've been off the show, like I said, you, you look younger and maybe you feel younger too, you know, you're looking better. Yeah. So maybe it's a sign, you know, the health the health of uh, the new, the new host of the show is, um, is now paramount to its success. You know, there, there's an energy, there's a vibe, you know, it, it I, reflects I pull it ratings. in from the listeners, you know, the listeners send me the vibes. I absorb it. And, uh, Bit it back out. That's what I'm a vibe generation machine. Yeah, I never thought about switching up the format of the show because there's a certain part of me that feels with these like video game specific shows that like, you know, there's a certain amount of content uh, that I owe, you know, the listener. Um, but now that you're doing full episodes where you're just doing AOE content, you know, maybe I'm just freewheeling a little too much here. <laughs> yeah. Just wing it. Just wing it. Uh, speaking of winging it, we are not. We actually do have uh, a very big topic that's going to kind of be the focus of this episode. Um, and it's uh, not AOE because this is coming out on April Fools and uh, we're not going to do anything. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we will we will do AOE content. Um, we actually have a giant April update that happened in Age of Empires 2 that we are going to talk about. Um, and I will give my... Um, extremely informed opinion and boxer saying will give his uninformed opinion after uh, that's kind of the uh, the format that we're looking at so uh yeah hopefully hopefully boxer saying can keep up you know because uh, we all know that of the two of us the one of us is uh, significantly more uh you know involved up with the meta you know things like the pros and uh it's the person not wearing sunglasses indoors right now so that's that's all i'm gonna say all right <laughs> i gotta have the sunglasses on right because I'm looking at myself in the monitor and it would blind me otherwise. So this is just, this is for my game. I gotta be able to see Age of Empires to play Age of Empires. So I'm gonna blind myself with my own glory. I just want everyone to know that I'm I'm seeing Boxer Saints camera, but what's even more hilarious is I'm seeing um, the, so my, my screen and then Boxer Saints own screen reflected in his sunglasses like double like it's like one of those paintings you know that just keeps going in or in inside inception there you go uh so yeah there, there's an official update um this feels like one of those like once a year updates am i am i wrong for saying that or is it you are you are wrong this is once in a lifetime so what's oh, oh so we're going even further we're going even further than that even right? further it, it, but this is like it's crazy to me because i don't it's not related to like a uh, expansion or anything either right now you could tell they've been working on this for a while. This is not an update where they, you know, like last quarter, they're like, hey guys, we got to work something in. What are you? There's, there's a lot of stuff in here. So they've been. This is probably a year or two in the making. Do you? I'd like, be very surprised. Is this like AOE this two point you know zero one? Like, is that is that how big this update feels? Yeah, for the D and D folks, you know, like I think third edition was a pretty good deal for D and D. Then they had three point five. That was kind of like the pinnacle of D and D. Um, I think my numbers right on that. This is like that. 
This is AOE 2.5. So this is like Halo 3. This is what you would want. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to make a Halo Reach comparison, but continue. It was it was not good. Continue. <laughs> this is um This is what you would have wanted from Age of Empires 3, right? But it's just this it did game something that different. they're releasing right now. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what it should be. I think that's how D&D 3.5 worked. They were they released edition 4. It was a disaster. And then they came back and just edited 3 and made it better and everybody was like this yeah, is it. We're, we're prime in. prime D and D. This is this is the best we can get. Um, what I what I would like to say um, a little bit here though is I am I'm cur- I'm curious like I always think of some of these things and I'm just I'm curious if you're outside of the game if if any of these like giant changes ever affect it or is it just for those like those who are still well i want to say still playing but i think what's happened is aoe's actually attracted a little bit larger audience in the last little bit um but the bigger thing i think is like the diehard nature right like i think the fact that we've been on um as much as actually okay this is gonna be a side tangent and we're gonna talk about this later in the show after this uh but w- uh in the pre-show that we we filmed actually the day before this um you talked about uh, your disdain and absolute hatred, uh, utter guttural hatred of the Xbox version of AOE. Um, yep. I, I'm not putting I'm not putting words in your mouth at all. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I was gonna say that like I think though it, it does actually grow, um, especially the viewership base a little bit, uh, people watching. But people just like I think there's a certain amount that like just getting people kind of. Um, appreciating the fact that you know the, this is the big RTS game now um, is really important. So, so, but I'm, I'm but I'm just curious with AOE two specifically, like how easy or difficult it is to try to get people in, because I I think what we've seen with AOE four is I don't know if we're gonna grow that base, but AOE two has that weird status where it's like it's continuing on like way 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 past its original release with its new versions um but like my hope is like you can get people into the game that aren't into the game before you know so yeah i think that's the problem with rts genre in general like it's too difficult we're we're all too smart (laughs) it's a it's a difficult uh what are they what's the right word it's a it's a tall bar to get in the cost of entry cost of entry is rough um, it's not even actual cost, play... it's your mental cost. <laughs> yes. To, to play competitively on a ladder, you know, even StarCraft. I, I try to learn StarCraft. That's not a game where, like, you sit down, walk through a tutorial, and now you're good to go. Like, if you get on ranked StarCraft, you're going to get slapped it's for like, okay. weeks. You, well, um, actually, I did have... So this is funny that you mentioned StarCraft, because I did have a whole bit where, like, since this was going to release just around April Fool's, where we just talk about StarCraft the whole time. So I appreciate you bringing it up. Um, also, if you're playing the ASAP Weekly drinking game, you know, bottoms up. Um, but uh, what I would like to say is it's one of those games where it's like, okay, play all the campaigns first, just to start off. And then uh, look up a build order, like a specific set of things you're gonna do. Just like we've t- and we've talked about, like the 15 person, you know, uh, 15 pop build order in AOE. But it kind of like expands after that. But like with StarCraft, it's like you kind of you you can pretty much like practice your way up to like 10 minutes sometimes. 
especially when you're beginning right where no one knows what they're doing so just the fact you have a plan and you practice it a hundred times means when you like go there you'll just have more stuff and win but it's like yeah like put in a you put in a hundred games against somebody that isn't doing anything uh and then you can start playing real people <laughs> and then you can start to play the yeah. game so yeah that's my point point. and that's a lot especially for today's gamers uh majority of people that are playing games that's they're playing call of duty take. i just want that's a boomer take that's i just want you to make sure but you know I'll, i'm okay with it that's okay oh well, I'm, saying, I'm saying it's a boomer tape because like the second you said for today's gamers i'm like i wonder how, what like a gen z response would be to that and that's that's what they would say they call you a boomer so i'm just i'm appealing to the crowd okay <laughs> i'm a i'm a modern gamer when i'm not playing age i'm playing call of duty playing uh counter-strike you know what i'm not playing over there the campaigns i'm not playing a call of duty campaign i don't <laughs> want a call of duty campaign i didn't i haven't played any call of duty campaign in like better part of the last two decades i play competitively i want to play another player i want to put myself against them and you're made from different stuff all right that's it we all are this is modern this is american competition that we have outsourced to the rest of the world people want to be people want to be in a competitive setting and it's hard to do in an rts because call of duty you just log in you point your gun and you shoot you know there's some stuff to learn you learn rotations you gotta learn what is this gear what is this gun but you watch a youtube video and you jump into the game and go rts it's like you you enroll in a class you've got to learn all the sieves all the combos all the build orders and then you got to execute them then there's micro, then there's macro, then there's responses to different openings, scouting. Like there's a lot in an RTS compared to a first person shooter. If you want to be competitive, if you want to be one of the best, um, that's why I'm here. You know, I'm not, I'm not a Call of Duty streamer. I'm not trying to do something easy like that. I could do FPS, but I'm here putting in the work, you know, Kobe Bryant, Mamba mentality, learning the game. Trying to become one of the best there ever was. I was gonna say, uh, like all I, I know, I know you had your whole spiel there, but all I thought of the whole time is, uh, you, you definitely learned from Pokemon uh, that you want to be the best that there ever was, you know. Um, and you know, ignore the second part of that verse, but I'm just is that a, is that a Pokemon motto? Do you know is that a Pokemon motto? I want to be the very best. You've never heard this song. Look at me in my eyes. I don't know, you look you're like somebody about, who knows. Listen, you're dressed like a person that. that should know that song. If you were a 90s kid, you should know that song. So I was born in the 80s. I know, but you're dressed like you're a 90s kid. That's that's my point. <laughs> there it is. Although, yeah, that's the funny thing, because I, I think certain, you know, certain certain things uh happen at different times for different people. But I guess maybe the bigger question is do your kids watch Pokemon? That's that's a absolutely but, not but even if they did even if they did they probably wouldn't know that theme song because it's from like you know it's an early two i think it's an early 2000s show my son watches monster trucks and uh age of age of empires 2 tournament reruns That's it. <laughs> like he should like he should uh, you gotta you gotta start that next generation you know what i mean that's it um he's looking he wants to play age too and that's and why he's like, gonna he's gonna you know he's gonna uh listen to this episode in 10 years 
um, uh, because this patch was so incredibly like changed the game that he's going to look back at this as a historical document and he's like you know when my father went on the podcast and told me about what I should be doing in this uh, I took that to heart and practiced it and now 10 years yep. later I'm you know uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden Hera who all right right yep. uh, I'm yeah gonna, I'm going to erase him from everyone's memory no one no one the, vi- the viper will be uh, like George Washington, like a like, really cool founder. Call call your son St. Patrick. No stepping on them snakes, right? Um, so, <laughs> is that is I that like, is I that like tied? Does that work? That's Does, good. That's good. That was a good one. I mean, St. Patrick's pretty. That. You've been you've been sitting on that for a while. Well, I I actually did not sit on that for a while. I you said it and it came to me. All right, don't don't you derail. All right, I got jokes for days. All right, someone praised my jokes, like I said in the last episode I did, and now I feel like I don't know if it's the burden of expectation, but or maybe I'm just overly confident. But it's the vibes. It's, it's the, the vibes. vibes. Just feeling yeah. the vibes. Uh, speaking of feeling the vibes, let's get into this april update i'm gonna go off the reddit uh thing that you uh sent me which is like kind of the 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 i guess truncated <laughs> breakdown of all of it um is this gonna be better than using the official aoe version of it do you think i don't even know if there is an official AOE oh, i'm version. sure there's an aoe uh, update like the like the one on the website but it might be even longer or the, just- the reddit says the reddit says this is the official communication all right here we go Oh, so this is, but this is the um, uh, PUP, right? So this is the yeah, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. Okay, but it's okay. So this is even better. So we're you're telling me we're talking about the changes before they come on, like they actually are live. Yep. What are yep. we? A show that's actually like on the ball? What is going on? Cutting edge. I told you we've increased production quality. We got. We get contacts. What is the production the quality increase you're talking about here? Are you talking about the newer just, thing we're doing, or just, just every, just all of it? Me all taking it. over. Oh, okay. just you can just listen. You can just like compare side to side. Pre- I mean, so Saint post Saint. Just just, just for huge. reference, uh, this episode will be edited by AI, so it will either be significantly better, or it still needs like you know a hundred thousand more tries before it starts getting the audio right. But I'm just warning you here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, for more talk about, you know, how computers are going to take over our world, you can listen to our pre-show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get into it because Boxer Saint is clearly tired of... The, if this is not stalling, I don't know what is. But I don't know why I'm stalling because there's no stalling to do. Like, we got a lot. We got a lot to get through. We got a lot I'm to just... get through and I could have literally just started the show with the actual thing. But here you go. Uh, April update. Um... So small trees and idle villagers as in-game settings. I think. Huge. Hey, honestly, boxer say. I think we leave right now. This is the best change ever happened in the game. Uh, I think there's nothing else we have to say. This is uh, a way we three should have been. All right. <laughs> yeah. Small trees, huge deal. If you're not playing with small trees, then you're not playing. That's it. If your if your board doesn't look like a chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> have have uh if it actually no it's not more just it looks more sometimes like a um, a math graph you know what i mean if it doesn't look like that you're not you're not playing yep. with all the lines all over the place um here are the balance changes all right the first one here we got the eagle scout eagle warrior cost increase from 20 food and 50 gold to 25 food and 50 gold what's the impact here five food increase uh they're trying to nerf eagles a little bit you know eagles can be pretty cheap 
and pretty effective. There's not a lot of options for Mezzo Sibs anyways, but they're trying to put a nerf in for Eagles. Yeah, this is this is one of those we're slightly tinkering with stuff, and it's food, specifically not gold, so, you know, it says what it is. Um, and also, like, 25 food and 50 gold from a, um, you know, uh, I like to call it the, uh, I want to make sure everything makes sense in my brain. You know, half 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 the food of the gold, like that makes more sense to me than, you know, two fifths. So there you go. Uh yeah, man. Twenty twenty five percent increase in food. That's the key factor there. Yeah. How many farms you needed to sustain eagle production, you need twenty five percent more. Is that, is, so, is that how that works out in the math? I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. multiply. That's math. How, how it works out in the math. That's math. Well no, now because now I want to test your math that it'd be is it times five times four? My brain hurts. Um, this is funny because you because because guess what I'm teaching right now? Probably math. Perfect. Um, so uh, long swordsman's upgrade research time decreased from forty five seconds to forty seconds. Uh, so I mean, long swords for a while has been one of those. Um, well, this is just the upgrade, right? So this is actually I'm gonna keep going just for just real quick so two-handed uh swordsman upgrade went from 75 to 60 champion upgrade went from 100 to 85 pikeman went from 45 to 35 uh yeah there's just a whole bunch of upgrades that are research time decreased do you uh do you kind of feel what they're doing here do you see do you see their plan oh boy I'm not hearing the saint but is is it me? Is it me you're looking for? Good. Yeah, you're good now. Yeah. Yeah, I got kicked out of the software. Okay, it's I probably. Know. I mean, to be honest, it's probably my internet. So, because uh, I I don't know. If, actually, I don't know if I went over this, but like I I currently cannot play online multiplayer games. My internet is is just barely good enough to watch YouTube videos. You've been a little choppy to me, but it's probably fine in the recording. I, I've got forty-five seconds recording now total. Do you have more? It's fine. It will. It will. It will upgrade it. It'll, it. We should be good. Okay. Yeah. We'll trust. We'll trust the AI overlords. Um, I have a yes. backup recording though that's been going the whole time because I'm, I'm a professional. I've heard this before. Perfect. The I think you asked what are they doing? Do I see what they're doing? These are. This is an infantry buffs patch. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into more of that later. Um, reducing longsword, basically the militia line, start to finish, you you reduce the research time by like a minute or two, which is huge if you got to do a fast switch into two-handers or champion. Um, that, in addition to the eagle uh, nerf, so they're trying to make militia better all around. They, they finally well done as, it. They finally decided to actually like let's actually make this a part of the game and not just trash units. Uh, dude, they have been making <laughs> infantry been... changes for like the last two years, <laughs> but they're just like nickel and diming it. Now they're putting like a Benjamin on the table, and they're like, "Here, make make infantry great." Not again. That's going to say the joke. The joke just make them itself. great. Just make them great. Uh, and they might have done it. I don't know. Even Pikeman. I don't know if you got the Pikeman yet. Pikeman research time decreased. Yeah, Pikeman them, yeah. upgrade cost decreased. Um, supplies research time decreased. Big deal. Did you hit Gambesons? I haven't hit Gambesons, so that's Pierce, uh, Pierce armor. Yeah, that's important. 
Um, I was also going to... So not everybody gets the Gamuson stick. Um, it also requires supplies before you can research it. But plus one pierce in Castle Age basically makes everybody closer to Malians. Malians do not get it. Is it... um? Like I, I think like because the, the 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 problem that's always been with Cav sieves is essentially you just outpace pure militia, right? Like that's that's kind of the basis of, of the argument. Um, and like I think one of the things with with creating a strong militia line is like if you're the player playing the militia, you have to be providing enough of the threat that the cavalry has to engage with you at some point and can't just keep running around, right? Like you have to kind of be at a point where uh, you are putting up enough of a threat to not allow this continuous run by to continue. Like you have to almost like it's not ignore, but you have to do just enough to stop the damage that's happening in your own base and then actually uh get to the other line. And like what I'm really curious about this is it's just going to get to a point where like it is so economically viable like viable now to just have all this like more militia than the the the, the annoying like little amount of cavalry that this is just going to become more and more common like is that essential what they've decided they've like enough is enough let's actually get a militia line where people have to use it because it's just objectively so much better i don't know that it's that knights that they're worried about mm-hmm. i think that it's the archers so mm-hmm. we're adding P- pierce to help against the archers militia the militia line isn't great as a mainline unit because your two mainline units are knights and Archers, archers shred militia, and even if you try to close in on them, they can kite you, and you can't really run around them. With knights, archers can shred knights, but the knights can run around them. They can flank them. They can run away. Militia can't really run away or like, towards them. You just kind of stuck. For for a while, we've been playing rock paper scissors, but the only difference is uh, uh, rock beats paper and paper beats rock, and then uh, scissors. The militia line here is just kind of not part of the three, right? And I think. I think what you're saying, so because it's one of those things where you don't want to give the militia line too much speed either, right? Because then, mm-hmm. then they would just become another cavs, like they're just essentially the cavalry, right? Um, yeah. But but there's a certain point where it's like I guess the sheer amount, like like yeah, is is your goal as a militia to just have the sheer like mass, and then on top of it, it's like your goal is to you know, out surround the surround of the. Uh, the archery uh sieves because of the fact that like the best thing the archery sieve can do is keep running away so you you kind of have to like sneak in a massive arm not massive arm but like sneak in enough enough units behind to actually catch up or uh, what are you thinking here something something like that yeah i think there's a militia are cheaper but they're slower and they die faster um i think they have less hp i don't know about the armor overall i think the problem is population efficiency in a 200 population game if i could have 20 knights or 20 militia i'm gonna get more value out of 20 knights Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm even gonna get more value out of 20 archers i can run into your base start sniping villagers Uh, i could stand outside of the tc range shoot into range and kill your villagers militia you can't do that um honestly i think if they really want to make the militia line a viable option it's got to be a numbers game Maybe they need to be a little bit a little bit cheaper, resource wise. They need to be cheaper, population wise, mm. like half population for militia. There, I mean, we already do that with Karambits. Um, and 
massed karambits. Like the fact that you can get 400 karambits on the field if you want. That's a big deal. That's hard to deal with. Even with archers, it's hard to kill all those karambits. Um, until something like that happens, you know, maybe militia line, maybe there's a tech militia line takes up three quarters of the population or half the population. I don't know. And what, I, what I think is interesting is like from like a pure like RTS uh, ideas perspective, um, in a lot of cases you would get mass units that are quick but die easily, if that makes sense, right? Um, but the idea with the militia line is it's, it's mass units that can do damage, but they're not fast enough to catch up. But they also die easily. <laughs> like yeah, I, But they're great at buildings. Yeah, they're almost so, mini siege units. So maybe, maybe that's kind of. I mean, that's why we've seen it like that. That crazy switch late game, especially like as gold gold decreases and stuff like that, right? Where where you'll have that those massive uh, uh, switch. Whoa! I don't know if that's you or me making that sound, but um, it anyway. Uh, the the we have those massive switches, right? To to, to militia units, but um, it it's you know what fascinates me is just how like how you conceptually try to keep adjusting this and you know you want it to play into the impact of the game so it's not just one like cav or archery sieve but it just always intrigues me that it's like is there is it that the play style the way players play doesn't allow for these units to be used as much or like their situations are very specific um that that always is part of it too and i think another big thing like to the militia thing is um is thinking about like if you're not creating unique units with new sieves right um they're so standardized that like maybe they don't have these like little advantages like you know what if what if you know militia units have like a, a roar a shout roar where at least for like five seconds in game you can run a little faster right like stuff like that like an active unit um to, to allow that but that's also relying on speed to be the balancing factor which i think the point is they don't want the militia units running around as fast as, as cav right they want to balance in a different way so it's it's an interesting uh kind of difficult um conceptual thing that they're trying to uh achieve here yeah, i think knights and archers will almost always be our baseline units there's no way to get away from that gotcha uh they're too population efficient and they do too much damage militia will always be situational but they're trying to increase the situations in which case you can use them Fair enough. Which is nice. Yeah. Uh the I think we're I think we'll continue on from here. Um we're gonna go through these other balance changes and then we're gonna get into the uh civ specific changes after, right? Um which I, which I think we can get into a little more detail there. But uh yeah, let me let me go into the other changes here. Um we have uh fishing ship. I'm gonna go through I guess I'm gonna say Oh, it's just these two here. Okay. Fishing ship collision size reduced from 0 0.5 to 0 0.4. Um, and we have... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, trade caught collision size reduced from 0 0.5 to 0 0.3. Um, so, I mean, this just makes it so it's a little less clunky. That's kind of what it feels like here, right? Because it's collision size. So it specifically means like it getting stuck on stuff, right? Like that's what this reduced for the yeah. trade and the fish. And it's not for the uh, like the military units. It's for specifically like 
yeah I, I think this is probably just objectively like a good change is one of those things where it's like you just want ease of access especially older games that are clunky sometimes and you like you see like the 20 ships hitting the same corner of, of a map somewhere and then getting all stuck and then going back so yeah i just think this is objectively a good change yeah it's just efficiency it's yeah. always good to have more efficient resources yeah i, I think we keep moving on here uh elite step lance pierce armor increase from one to two um these are the ones is it did you see um like were these just not being used like the lancers or yeah they they kind of have the militia problem their pierce armor is so low that if there's ever archers on the field you really don't want to use them and they could be good against archers because they got that reach on them um but they were just getting shredded. So maybe, and this is just the elite version. So the regular version still going to have that problem. But maybe early imp, it might be a good good time to use these guys. I'm curious to you now is like, do we have oh, this? This sounds really dumb, but I'm just going to say it. That's okay. It's my podcast. I'll people already think I'm done. Sorry, people think I'm much smarter than you, and I know everything I'm talking about. Um, so uh, the is there a lot of units that actually like cause slowing and and uh stop like actually stop units from moving like we don't we have a lot of units that like we'll do we'll do a little we have some units that do aoe right with the uh manganel and what have you but like i don't know a lot of units or or even how you'd implement that in a game that's technically three into like medieval times but like throwing i don't know throwing a net <laughs> on a group i'm trying to think of like how you because i'm going back to this militia idea and i'm like now i'm going back i'm like would there would there be some interesting things you could do if you could like throw nets to like slow down things um or or trap things for like a second um that that we don't really do in this particular game right um i think the problem mm-hmm. i could imagine a scenario where there's a unique unit archer mm-hmm. that when they shoot you they slow you down like half your speed gotcha, gotcha. for 30 seconds kind of like the uh o book remove your armor maybe it slows your speed the problem with age is when you've got a group of units obviously they all move at the speed of the slowest unit so one of those archers could slow all 60 of your archers um so my, it's my goal be impossible to find the one that's mm-hmm. You need to get rid of my goal with this would be probably like something like a monk or priest where they had like a, a spell like the awe they're in awe all right of of uh what what have you right the light the light from the sky all right and then all of a sudden for a second they stop moving all right something like that where it's like a it's a spell cast that um requires a certain amount of mana uh or or, or just like it has a big like recast time but like it it would allow for like this kind of play where like if you had a clump of units you'd have to constantly move it to try to avoid it kind of like the mangonel the only difference is unlike the mangonel where like you hit like 50 units and you just win the game right not not 50 units but whatever what have you um you would essentially like freeze the units for a second and then with the rest of your army right like the, the army could still fight i guess but i guess within that minute um but it would just allow for you to like play around with that positioning right and trap units because uh, that's probably one thing yeah. that we doesn't have it's just like wow sorry i'm just realizing this now it's like i think the reason that speed and like cavalry sieves are so good is because we do not have ways to specifically stop units um in other ways right like slow them down or, or freeze them or what have you that just doesn't happen while in other rts is like from warcraft as well right and and uh 
even um battle, battle from earth 2 all right starcraft there are ways where you just like trap units and stop units and that's part of the game right like this kind of back and forth cat and mouse trying to trap them that you see with the mangonels right but the difference is oh i just don't kill your whole army it's like no i've trapped you and now now you can still react you can still bring the rest of your army to try to like, you save those units or you decide okay i can't save those units and i'm letting them die but it wouldn't be as instant right so i'm gonna yeah. ki- i mean we've got quick walls but that's it that's it uh, right I think, it's quick walls right i think we would need i think we would need some kind of an aura ability we don't have a lot of auras but we've got the uh, i don't know the term but can a caravanessary yeah where it increases as an aura that increases the trade units and heals them um we're about to get Celts in a minute that get an aura from their castles that are going to heal infantry those are the only two auras that i know of in the game i would like to see more of those somehow whether it's aura that speeds up my units and aura that slows down your units aura of healing something like that and i i think maybe this is one of the reasons why i was so fascinated with the bohemians like civ the fact that you can actually block projectiles essentially right which is in and of itself feels very unique to this game where where sometimes the focus isn't can my unit survives the focus is um is a lot more economic or or perhaps uh like sometimes sometimes you have to care less about your units like unless you're in Maganel battles where it's like okay well if my cav sorry if my if my uh archery civ gets hit i just lose right but other than that there's other times where it's like this is not the focus like these units can die and i can just keep going like the goal is to keep putting pressure on other parts of the map um so anyway i i like where i got here but uh i'll continue here food for thought for our listeners here um uh next one here is having scorpion upgrade cost decrease from a thousand food and a thousand hundred wood to 800 food and eight nine hundred wood um so this is just the upgrade um how significantly better do you think the uh or like from your feel heavy scorpion to a normal scorpion here I don't know. I don't use scorpions a lot. Not enough to even get the upgrade. Um, I'm glad that it's cheaper. That's probably the reason I don't upgrade to heavy scorpion because it's so expensive. Um, but that's not bad. I, th- I think onagers kind of feel the same to me. Um, it's difficult. Onagers and uh, and scorpions are just so easy to kill that I don't often want to put in the effort to upgrade them. I'd rather have more archers, more knights. Sometimes I do upgrade the rams. Rams are already cheap. Um, scorpions are cheap too, but rams at least have resistance to archers. You know, so I'm I'm okay putting the resources into fully upgraded rams, but still not heavy scorpions. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think we can continue on here. Uh, I'm not seeing you right now, but I'm a backup recording and I'm hearing you, so we're going to keep going. We're just going to push through. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, something's going weird on my side, too. But I, you know, this is one of those things where it's like, I don't think it's the software, I think it's the internet. So much so much for our approved upgrades, eh? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I'm in the middle of nowhere, so I uh, can't do anything with the internet. Um, murder holes research time decreased from 67 to 35. Um, so that's a big upgrade for the castles, right? Sappers upgrade. I'm going to keep going. Sorry, I'm going to go through the uh, castle upgrades here. Sappers upgrade cost changed from 400 food and 200 gold to 400 food and 200 wood. So less gold heavy there. Sappers upgrade also now adds three plus bonus damage versus rams for villagers. Okay, so this is essentially like if rams completely surround my castle, I can still. Uh, 
uh, I can still try to do something to stop. Is that kind of the point here? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's trying to get people to use sappers. I never use sappers. But, um, yeah, of course. Of no, course. It's not bad. Yeah. You're, you're someone who wouldn't. I just already, feel like... People are already dead by the time I need sappers. It's, you know, fair, fair. Um, uh, and then there's a couple things on elephants here. Uh, elite elephant archer train time decreased from 34 to 30 seconds. Elite archer upgrade cost reduced from 1,000 feet to 800 gold to 800 wood and 500 gold. Siege elephant upgrade costs increased from 650 food and 850 food. Um, elite genitors. Oh, it's genitors. Okay. Um, but uh, I think the, the point here is I think they want the... And this is specifically elephant archers, right? So the idea is that you can get the fully trained one a little bit earlier. And like the one nice thing about elephant archers is they're a little beefier than normal archers, right? Um, and they have their own dynamic, uh, but they're just they they take less time to train, and now they are going to be significantly less cost, significantly less. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, the upgrade cost will cost less. Um, elephant archers are a unit that's hard to make them viable. They, they're they're solid. They're really good against archers. But if you're making archers against elephant archers, you already have the upgrades for skirms, and skirms destroy elephant archers. So, trying to make them easier to mass. They're also a unit that you have to mass. You can't move out with four or five elephant archers. You got to have fifteen or twenty. Um, because then they're like CA in that regard. The difference is CA can run from skirms. Elephants cannot run from skirms. So I like it. I like what they're doing. Uh, and then on top of that, they got the uh, lead genitors affected by Reaper Bow, Tower Shields, and Byzantium Skirmisher discount. Um, and then it goes into the Galleons, uh, where it just seems like they have just made it all around better. I'm not going to go through all of them here, but uh, it just seems like... big thing with this, yeah, I want to call out, is Cannon Galleons now have a blast radius. Went from 0 to 2.5 normal Cannon Galleon, and, or 0.25 normal Cannon Galleon, and 0.3 for Elite Cannon Galleon. So they kind of have that Bombard Cannon blast radius you would expect. Oh, there you go. And they can and they can attack ground. They can attack ground. The worst. How dare you use the ship to win the game? Um. Yeah. So that's that's the list of I guess like general changes here, and then we have uh still a huge list of civ specific changes. So we'll go through these here. Um. And if I feel like there isn't much to say, I'm just gonna keep going. How about that? Just 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 so it doesn't get too repetitive yeah. here. Uh, so yeah. first, uh, the Aztec now have. Do I have to name that they have uh, Gambesons every time? Is that is that important? Um, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be on all of them. It's so. going to be a lot of them. Uh, but then fifty half, half do half don't. Um, then they have fifty extra starting gold is received after completing the first town center. So that's interesting. I guess it's incentivizing you to expand earlier or giving you a little bonus there. No, I think it's like some nomad type stuff. Ah, I understand. So that you're not, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I won't, I won't go too much uh, more into that. I guess we have the eagle scout changes, right? That would affect yep. them from earlier. But uh, yeah, I'll continue on here. 
Uh, then we have the Beng Bengalis. Uh, new bonus. Melee Cavalry gain. Plus two bonus damage versus skirmishers. Mahayana effect now also applies to monks. Gain supplies and receives gambesons. Um, so yeah, melee cavalry gain plus two bonus damage versus skirmishers. So that's interesting, right? So they're specifically... Trying to boost the Rathas. Yeah. Rathas get shredded by skirm. Now if you go melee against them... You kill skirms a little faster. That is, so it's one of those things where like you still need the bigger army, but you need less of the bigger army here. Yeah, to, uh, to and win. scouts, right? The yes. supplies are your scouts. scouts. Your scouts can scouts. go run down skirms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got Berbers. Uh, village removal speed bonus adjusted to five percent dark age, ten percent of feudal age. Is that up or down there? That goes down. So normally it was ten percent all around. Now it's just five percent in dark age. You don't get the ten percent till feudal. So they're probably trying like, to combat. Yeah, combat the Berber villager rush. There's they, a guy in quite popular. That, in, yeah, yeah. Keep going. There's a guy I know in particular that's Berberville rushed up to like the eighteen nineteen hundred range, <laughs> and he's probably closer to twelve or thirteen hundred elo. That's funny. That's funny. Um, so yeah, literally, I can see that, right? So just because it, it's it's not actually really changing the upgrade, it's just like you don't get this big bonus so early on that you can actually abuse it, right? Um, here we continue to uh, my favorite um, AOE two civ uh, Bohemians. Um, who say reforms research costs reduced from eight hundred food and four hundred fifty gold to five hundred food and four hundred fifty gold. Um, so that's, I think that's pretty significant there. Yeah. I think you can really see the sieves, the devs think are a little overpowered mm -hmm. and the ones that are a little underpowered. Based There's off just small tweaks across the board. Yeah. Literally these or the ones that they're like, it's kind of, they're kind of, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're pretty middle. They're going to try new things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Britons have team bonuses decreased from 20% to 10% for faster working archer ranges. Well, that kind of makes sense. Like that's one of those team bonuses that like the more yeah the more people there are in the game the the better that is. Uh, fixed an issue with the town center cost discount was not reducing the cost of repairing. Uh, so with Britons it very much feels like in in uh, in one v one they're like yeah nothing to change <laughs> except the thing that yeah. should be working. Uh, Bulgarians yep. uh, receive Gambesons. Uh, stone discount does not apply to starting town center. So they have nomad stuff. Then no, that's nomad stuff. But I don't think that's just nomad stuff, right? It's essentially the idea that like you're not usually mining stone so early, right? So, um, so they would have an unfair ability to build town centers a little bit easier, I guess. That's my point. Oh no, it's just the this is only only going to apply when you have a no town center start. Oh okay. So if you already have one town center, you go to second one Castle Edge. All right, you still get the discount. Yeah, ignore what I said. Box sounds right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Burgundians. There's like five or six of those. When you yeah, just let yeah, me know. Just let me know when I'm when I'm uh, testing your knowledge. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, next one, Burgundians. It's all the Flemish uh, militia here. Uh, cost decreased. Um, uh, production after F Flemish Revolution is in the barracks. Um, HP decrease, damage decrease, Pierce Armor decrease, um, cost of revolution is dependent upon the amount of villagers. Uh, so 
they made the militia cheaper um but they made the militia worse uh yeah. so and the revolution costs basically the revolution cost increased by about six or seven hundred food mm-hmm. and four or five hundred gold that's i did the numbers if you're doing flemish revolution around the 175 to 200 bills then it's going to cost you 600 food more and 400 gold more there you go although there, there's or worse militia well i mean i think we talked about this before is this a win harder tactic or is this a last you know last dish effort um regardless i yeah i mean did you i'm gonna assume you didn't see harry use it in nac4 uh do i remember this in nac4 the last one just just ended a few weeks ago a few weeks ago no no i didn't see that one so how do you use it there okay quick quick summary is the last game it's arena hair versus leary um i don't know how many games hair was up i don't think it was like one or go home but it might have been might have been like the final game of the whole thing um but if Hera wins he won the tournament i do know that so Hera just masses villagers he gets up to like 180 to 200 bills and um leary's got byzantines he kind of fast imped he's got bbc's trying to come in to the uh to Hera's base and then Hera hits the button and just floods him with militia just walks straight Leary just runs back to his base and Hera just like sends it. Boom, boom, boom. A couple of trebs and all the militia. And like five minutes later, Hera's back up to 80, 90 bills and Leary's down to Jeez. 60 bills, maybe. Um, so that was it. The game over. That's what you're telling me here. It needed, it needed a nerf. It gotcha. needed a nerf. All right. I do, but I like I like how ridiculous the strategy is. You know what I mean? Like there's some part of it is really dumb. And I, it. I have seen people lose with it in the pros. I've had seen them lose with it more than win with it. But I think it was just a a technology that you had to keep an eye out for, and it just made the game feel weird. Gotcha. Like you had to play it if you didn't account for the militia for the revolution, like Leary didn't, then you lose. But then to account for it, you've got to play a little more defensively. It kind of the threat of the revolution caused more problems than the revolution itself. As it should. Um continuing on. <laughs> Sorry, there's very um I, I just I, the amount of times you've said revolution, I just have so much uh France, you know, vibes. Viva la revolution. My favorite time periods. There you go. Uh Burmese, um Elite Arambai upgrade uh, cost adjusted from a thousand hundred food and seven hundred. So just it's it's uh, less food but more gold. So that's interesting, I guess. Yeah, just weird. I, I I don't have much to say to it. Um, we're gonna continue on just because there's a whole bunch here. Uh, Byzantians Greek fire now additionally provides five splash damage to bombard towers. That's nice. That's just that's, that's just cool. It's cool, cool tech. Cool little tech. Uh, Celts, uh, stronghold effect increased from 25% to 33% attack speed to towers and castles. So that's uh, strong, stronghold now additionally heals allied infantry near castles by 30 HP per minute. Interesting. Um, so this and is. And right now that stacks. 
But if you got two castles side by side, that's 60 HP per minute. That'll probably get tweaked. But, I mean, that's fun. That's essentially giving them a little more identity here with their uh, str- and yeah. stronghold. And is, stronghold is, is as well as, like, when you're in the in it. Um, or is it just the aura kind of? Just an aura. It's just an aura. Wow, we do have auras. Um, <laughs> Chinese. Uh, start change from... Actually, sorry, before I go on, is there anything do you think like it will significantly change about cells here, then? Um, it's the, back to the militia stuff. It makes militia more viable, but spe- specifically for Celts, which is a infantry. System. I mean, it was so weird where like I I like passive healing in some ways, right? Like if you're out of battle, I like that your units are then like prop back up so you can fight again. But I've always got two to three monks sitting in my lines, so when I'm macroing or or trying to strategize, I'm getting my armies healed back up. So you're saying other people have to get good, you know, that's what you're saying. Pro, pro tip, you want to get better, make monks. Uh, here, the Chinese have a star change from plus three villagers and minus 200 food to plus two villagers and minus 150 food. Sure. I think it's, will, it's significant enough because it's so early in the game and also like probably if you've played this so many times before, you're, you're going to be a little confused. The first spirit of the law has a video on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I've been mating Chinese for about eight months. It's a net neutral. Okay. Best pro opening I've ever seen was Chinese. They had about 20 to 25 seconds of idle time, which means your three villager start three villager lead and turn into a two villager lead. <laughs> now you can start with Chinese with zero idle time. Even I can do it. Um, so it's, Zero idle it time. just feels probably a lot smoother than as you're doing the build. It does feel smoother. You've got to do a lot of drop-offs early on, though. Um, whereas before, you just idled for 20 seconds, and then you didn't need to do as many drop-offs. There you go. But it does feel better. Um. Uh, then we have the Dravidians, who have a siege units cost minus 33% wood, so I guess a push for more siege weapons there. <laughs> Dravidians turning into like pseudo Celts. That's fun. Um, I think I think I think there's uh Yeah, I don't have more to say. So there's there's so many of these we have to we have to just keep moving here. Uh if he opens here, uh team bonus effect change from towers and outposts, plus three line of sight, outposts plus three line of sight and stone costs removed. Um, really cool. Yeah. Royal Heirs effect change from Shotel Warriors trained 100% faster to show the camel units receive minus 3 damage from mounting units. So it's um, more about uh, preventing calves. Yep. Uh, and then Elite Shotel Warrior. And Cav Archer. And Cav Archer. Uh, Elite Shotel Warrior train time decreased from 8 seconds to 4 seconds. So yeah, a lot more of those uh, Shotel Warriors we'll see for the Ethiopians. Um. Next, we go up to Franks, which has uh, the most significant change of it all. Receive Gambesons. Uh, there you go. Uh, Goths, a uh, new bonus. Hunt lasts 20% longer. Uh, do you remember what Hunt does here? That's, uh... Hunt, just... You're talking about deer, boar. Yeah. The food will last gotcha. 20% longer. There you go. Sneaky, sneaky good for, like, Men-at-Arms Rush, or even if you want to Blood men at arms. Oh, don't worry. Feudal. There'll be lots of men at arms. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be men up in arms for all the men at arms that we're gonna see in the in this in this when this update goes through. Uh, next we have Gariarus, uh, which has uh, 
Kshatriya's cost increased from 200 food and 400 gold to 500 food and 450 gold. Uh, the Shriv Vamsha cost increased and the reload time increased. So this is a, this is a little bit of a um, nerf here. So Nerf, yeah. I need, I need more, but I'll take it. Um, Hans, uh, the atheism cost decreased from 500 food to 500 gold to 500 food and 300 wood. So, um, yeah, so they can, they can, they can upgrade that a little bit earlier. Uh, I'm gonna keep moving here. Incas, there's, there's, there's some more significant changes to Incas here. So, uh, let's get into it. Indian sling provides plus one damage to slingers uh fix an issue where slingers incorrectly gain attack speed from thumb ring that's kind of funny uh new bonus military units costs less food in the different ages by 15 20 25 and 30 percent effect uh respectively that'll be huge that that that's a big deal that's a lot of military units um Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much all the uh yeah a lot of a lot of the unique skirmisher line if sorry unique mil, uh militia line is that correct am i being it's every everything everything um they also increase uh, lose access to supplies is that the the upgrade supplies right the technology yeah uh, and then, which I mean, they basically have supplies, better supplies, right? There you go. Uh, cameo costs increase from sixty food and thirty gold, so increases some of the costs here, I guess, to balance that out. It's like just make sure you have more stuff, and then you can build it faster. Is that is that the idea? Yeah, yeah. I think you still net better than before, but they wanted to tweak it. Well, I think this provides when you um, create the ability to make more units for less resources, but also then um, but also then make the resource amount more per unit. Yeah, I, I'm just actually no. I don't know where I was going with that. This is this is a curious change, but I think I think it's specifically maybe with the Kamiuk and the Slinger, um, if they let if they have that uh less percent food it would just be too much maybe that's kind of the idea here yeah um, they're trying to balance out not make anything too overpowered uh and then team bonuses start with a free llama but they've removed the normal bonus of starting with a free llama so i don't know how they feel that's kind of if you want a llama you gotta be on cool. a team <laughs> oh you still get it Oh, so it, because it becomes okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm, I'm with you. But now your team get it gets it too, which there is cool. Go. That's a, I like that. They've been tweaking the team bonus for Incas for a while. I think they hit it. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, then we got Japanese uh, now have access to hoardings. Uh, Kataparuto uh, cost reduced from 750 wood and 400 gold to 550 wood and 300 gold. Do you know what that upgrade does? Uh, it makes your trebs load and. Reload faster. There you Unload go. and reload. Unpack and repack. Also, also quick trebs, or they're coming in quicker for the Japanese. The Khmer um, have the uh, ballista elephant armor changed to zero for minus two because um, there's a whole bunch of bugs here. Interesting. Uh, and they gain Husay wagon armor with a value of plus 20. So I think effectively. 
They take more damage from mangoes than bombard hands, but less from other things. There you go. Uh, Koreans have elite turtle ship range increase by one. Oh, Lithuanians, here we go. Uh, the sieve that I play. Uh, bonus for starting with 150 food. Change to each town center providing 100 food. So they're going to force me to expand. Tough. Uh, Malay. I don't know if that counts for the first one. Like, I don't know if that means you start with 100 food extra now instead of 150. I don't know. I I think it probably does mean that, actually. But anyway, that's semantics. We'll continue on here. Um, then we got at the Malay new bonus receive infantry armor upgrades for free. Well, if if everything about the infantry has increased, uh, getting armor for free is nice. Um, is really cool. This, is this going to be a very infantry heavy sieve? Then is that where you were feeling here? Like even more so than others? Could could I mean I feel like they're missing a few infantry upgrades. I don't know exactly which ones, uh, but they do have trash two handers. There you so. go. Getting free upgrades makes the trash two-handers cheaper to get to. If I were to title this upgrade, it's uh, you're now going to have to be dealing with trash units more. Um, the Malayans have Beto HP increased, uh, 30% longer-lasting gold mines. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and villagers drop off. Oh, no, the, the 30% longer-lasting gold mines bonus changed to villagers dropping off 50% more gold. So I guess that's the point is like you don't have the supply of gold is still is going to be less now for you um but at least you'll be able to gather it faster um to go nope uh, additional arrows i think it's basically a, a net neutral i think it's technically well that's the question right would you rather stave off the ability to fight fight for gold later in the game would you rather have the ability to like maybe position a little better not force fight engagements over gold um or would you rather just have the gold faster you know it's a real like millionaire should i take a thousand dollars a week or should i get my million dollars right now kind of you know dilemma here i feel yeah um and also wood discount does not apply to the town center so there you go a couple that that one's interesting to me the gold mine one but it's a very like technical interest uh, then we got the mm-hmm. Persians, uh, 50 extra starting food and wood are received after completing the first town center. So that, that's an interesting little thing they do here. Um, there's a couple of civs now that I've seen like essentially town centers being prioritized to like expand and, and try to build up from there, which I, I guess in general is how RTS works. Um, still more nomad stuff. Yeah. Still more. And yeah, that too. Uh, or is this specific to nomad? This is specific to Nomad. This is oh, okay. Because okay, so this is the funny thing is because every time I've read completing the first town center, I start thinking of, um, like in my brain, it's actually the second town center. If that makes sense, so that's why I've been confused. Yeah. Okay. I'm a- Malins is the same thing. Wood yeah. count does not apply to starting town center. That's yeah. the I, I understand Nomad what, thing. What is meant here now? Uh, Poles villager regeneration bonus now starts at feudal age. So you can't abuse the fact. Yeah, there was some pole villager rush stuff. Yeah, you can't abuse that anymore. Um, Portuguese. All right, here we go. Organ gun has just... Huh? I'll summarize it for you. Organ guns, uh, if I remember right, organ gun has a lot of changes to it. Um, well, I, I was reading... Short. Sorry, before before you explain it and, and let all of us know what's happening, I was reading it and I got super confused when the accuracy went from 50% to 0%. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, and I can go into technical yeah. details if you want on that one. But uh, long and short, the last sentence is it. The damage of the unit is spread equally across all its projectiles. So it used to shoot, I don't know how many projectiles, um, but your main projectile did most of the damage. And then the side projectiles did like one or two damage each. Now all of them do equal amounts of damage, which is like half of what the main one used to do. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Makes sense. There you go. So your your armor, your pierce armor is going to basically nullify the damage a lot better than it used to. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then and then they also have a Caraval upgrade. Or the slight change, but it's not a nerf or a buff, I think. Um, continuing on. Uh, Saracens. Zealotry costs reduced from 500 to reduce. Some of these changes are like super hyper, like minute, but you, you can tell there will be a slight change to those playing them, but... Um, they feel like I think they're looking at texts that are underused yeah. and just trying to tweak it that's to make them much it. more like every used. time every time there's something that's like they and they probably have the data too right it's like we mm-hmm. no one ever uses this so let's see if we can maybe maybe if we make it you know at some point it'll go it'll be so cheap someone's gonna have to try it uh yeah. oh so have a couple here uh castles and town centers built 100 percent faster uh has been changed to 50 percent for castles but uh, and town center hundred percent faster. So too many castles, I guess, for ceilings. Uh, donjon affected by hoardings. Donjon can now train spearman line. Donjon now function as a prerequisite for archer range and stable. Sable. Um, do you want to talk about the donjon? I think it's cool having the spearman line come out of donjons is nice. If you're gonna do a donjon rush, um, having it as a prereq for an archer range is cool. For donjon rushes, right? Because you don't have to drop that 175 on a barracks. Um, it's interesting. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, then we got First Crusade. Uh, is went from 7 to 5 sergeants uh, per town center. And the cost is uh, more food but less gold. Half the gold. So that's pretty significant. Um, Sergeant HP increased uh, in feudal age and then more in castle age. Um, elite upgrade for sergeant is uh significantly cheaper and the build repair 25 percent slower in feudal age for sergeants um there you go all right uh so just i mean it's it these definitely also feel like probably i don't know if underused but just like not effective parts of the uh, sicilian kit so they've just uh made it much more nice like much more rewarding to use a sergeant here Continuing on. Yep. <laughs> uh, next, we got the Slavs. Boy, our cost adjusted for 50 food. Well, I'm, I'm just going to try to give the gist of it. So they made it uh, more food, less gold. Uh, Druzina cost reduced from... So significantly less food, same amount of gold. And free supplies bonus included with Gabensons. Interesting tying those two in together, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, Spanish Inquisition also... Supplies... Ha- yeah, supplies. Like supplies is a prereq for gamesons. Gotcha, gotcha. So a lot of civs that don't have gamesons, it's because they don't have supplies. Ah, uh, I see, I see. And now they've they've kind of given gamesons to like most of the civs now. Uh, yep. Spanish to have Inquisition also gives miss- missionaries plus one range. Conquistador has minus one pierce armor. 
Interesting. Oh, but the elite. So as long as you get to the last one, it'll be good. But maybe conquistors were a little too strong in like the kind of mid-game uh, mm-hmm. power spike, right? Yeah. Way, um, way too strong. Uh, so that that's kind of what they're playing against there. New bonus gain twenty gold for each technology research. So that's nice. Kind of give you that's huge. Give you some reward and some incentive. And build speed bonus does not apply to starting town center. So there you go. That's for nomad. You specifically. could. You could. You could fast castle or even make it to castle with Spanish without going to gold. Amazing. So we've been we've been brainstorming that. So a lot of a lot of just you're just going uh getting all these upgrades just so you don't have to get gold. That's fun. Yeah, because their blacksmith texts don't require gold at all. So there you go. Big uh, deal. Tatars, uh Keshi train line increase from sixteen to seventeen. Uh Turks Sorry, train time. Yeah, uh, Turks are totally cross increased. Uh, so the upgrade is just increased in food and gold. Um, Tunes receive gamisons. Vietnamese paper money cost reduced. Uh, and then the last one with like significant changes here: Vikings. Uh, so chieftains effect now also provides infantry with gold generation while attacking villagers. Uh, train units and monks. This is in addition to infantry gain bonus damage versus cavalry. That's very historically. Um, I don't know if it's sort of accurate, but it's historically symbolic. Cool. <laughs> cool. I had this thought yeah. about Vikings a few weeks ago because the uh, Mongols have a similar technology or something in Age Four. When they burn buildings down, they get gold. So that's and, kind of uh, I was like, man. Berserks should get something like that or Viking imagery. They'd put it in. It's awesome. There you go. They're listening to your thoughts. Um, specifically five gold per villager, twenty gold per monks and trainers. No, this is good because I I like civs that have an identity, but it's also on top of it. It gets incentive to like do raids or like like try to try to keep yourself active on the map, right? Uh, the- yeah, and this is just infantry, so even more reason to make champions militia line. And then also the chieftain's cost is reduced as well to incentivize this. And Berserker Gang uh, replaced with Box Fiegar. I I don't know what the 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 uh, linguistic difference is here, but I think Box Fiegar is um, ancient Norse for uh, it's like a it's a type of bow. Oh, specifically because it's the, the different dragon. Thing. It's the upgrades different, right? Is that what you're telling me here? It, no, okay, they're replacing Berserker Gang. That's gone. Now they have a new Imperial tech yes, yes, called Bogzabar. Got it. And they get plus one damage to uh, archers right. and longbows. Long and short with the archers, when they removed Thumbring, they basically nerfed Viking archers by about 30% mm-hmm. DPS. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're increasing archer damage in Imperial Age by 10% DPS. Got it. So yeah. they, they've netted negative 20 from where they used to be. I just think it's funny because like the way I read this, I'm like, this is because someone decided linguistically that word didn't make sense before. So that's that's how I took it. Oh, uh, let's see where you're at. Uh, but no, I, I, get, I, I, I figured it out before you said it, or as you said it, maybe. Maybe it's the more... Uh, apt term uh then we have elite berserk healing increase from 20 hp per minute to 40 hp per unit and elite longbow bonus versus ships 11 to 10 versus buildings 8 to 7 so the uh the longboats with their plus one attack 
their bonus went down against ships and buildings um the one thing i want to add here though as well is like i feel like with the yeah it's interesting how i'm seeing more um kind of healing type effects that are slowly going to the game and i think that's just the reality like maybe at some point a lot of the units will be more and more important just because our ability to heal will mean like keeping it's not that it's not it's you still don't want to lose units but sometimes i feel in aoe like losing units is not the make or break but there might be more and more chances because you can actually heal those units so if you can keep some units alive even if you lose a battle and heal them and then go back into battle um it'll give you a uh, an advantage right or add another avenue of strategy i guess where you can you can lose yeah. battles but you can lose battles less for the sake of the next battle i guess but there you have it. We went through all of it. Uh, how do you how do you feel, Boxer saying? I'm excited. Uh, and these are, like I said, once in a lifetime changes. I would love to see these every two to three years, maybe four years. Do like a bunch of tweaks like this to keep things fresh. Um, you know, to put it in your Pokemon terms, I'm sure they erase all the cards and release new cards every so often. Keep things fresh. Make you spend more money. Um, I wouldn't mind that, that here. more Yu-Gi-Oh, I think, but yeah, sure. Yeah, just, just whatever nerd stuff. Well, okay, okay. I mean, the, in, I, in post. let me translate it right now. Um, of all the things, Yu-Gi-Oh is the only one that prints cards that don't have like if we think of it in balance terms, where they print cards that are just never good, but they're new. <laughs> uh, so it's like so, it's like imagine like they did like the worst version of a villager that costs like, I don't know, five population and does the work, you know, like a, like a real, like a real like workplace sometimes, you know, uh, <laughs> makes make five times the amount of money and does half the work of an, of a regular villager. Uh, they would print a card like that. That was my point. I like the joke that I got from it though. Continue here. There you go. Uh, no, I would love to see that just small tweaks across the board. Um, Adding text, removing text, switching up underused or silly, unique text. Uh, I think that would be cool. That would be awesome. Keep things fresh. Change the meta. Sometimes when you change the meta via new sieves, that's pretty big and it can just absolutely kill people. Uh, Vikings went from like top of the line to mid to lower tier when they lost Thumb Ring. Um, but a lot of that is not just the thumb ring, but some of the sieves that came in around it, the jars in particular. But this is nice. This is nice. Nothing, few things that are radical. You know, I think the Viking gold for killing villagers and monks and trade units, that's a little radical. They took a risk, but I think it's a good risk. I think it adds some flavor. It's not going to make the game crazy for Vikings. Um, it was nice. They know what they're doing here. I've, I've only seen positive things from the community as well. You know, community usually hates change. I personally hate the Kajaras. There's nothing in this update that I hate. Everything's cool. Everything adds flavor, makes the game more fun. There you go. And there you have it. Uh, Box Saints official take. Uh, and uh, I hope you enjoyed our show uh, for this this is a little bit. I don't know Boxer Saint if we've accidentally reversed roles or not. I don't know if it's uh, the Boxer Saint show next or um, the Lazero Lazero knowledge. I don't know. 
I don't. Power I need a better. I'm gonna hour. workshop that title uh, for the. The zero power hour. Liz nah. The Lazour. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna workshop that, but um, I hope you enjoyed That's it. Close. That's close. Well, uh, the the box of Saint Let's Lazier on the show show. Um, I hope I hope everyone enjoyed it. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.